Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello, you're listening to a special episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we're talking to the voice cast of The Bad Guys. Well, we're excited about this one. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. And The Bad Guys is a new action comedy from DreamWorks Animation based on the best-selling kids' book series. It follows a criminal crew of animal outlaws, including Mr. Wolf, Mr. Snake, Mr. Shark, Ms. Tarantula, and Mr. Piranha as they attempt their most challenging con yet... Becoming Model Citizens. The Bad Guys is directed by Pierre Perifal from a screenplay by Ethan Cohen based on the Scholastic book series by Aaron Blaby. And it stars Sam Rockwell, Mark Maron, Craig Robinson, Anthony Ramos, Aquafina, Richard Iodi, Zazie Beetz, Lily Singh and Alex Borstein. What a voice cast. Amazing. Goodness gracious. So hold on to your butts, people, because we have a special surprise for you. In this episode of Popcorn Podcast, we welcome Mr. Snake, Mr. Shark, Ms. Tarantula, and Mr. Piranha themselves, otherwise known as Mark Marin, Craig Robinson, Aquafina, and Anthony Ramos, to talk about this action-packed film that's being described as Tarantino for kids. And that's just the perfect way to describe it too. Everything from the pumping soundtrack to the cool characters and the heists and the humour makes this film just so much fun to watch for the whole family. And you can listen to our No Spoiler Review episode of The Bad Guys, now available on all podcast platforms and keep an eye on our YouTube channel for the videos of our chats with the cast. But Lee, first, let's jump into our interview with Mark Marin, a.k.a. Mr. Snake. Serpentine, safe cracking machine, imagine Houdini, but with no arms. Jackpot! Yes! Can you tell us a bit about Mr. Snake? How does he fit into the bad guys? What does he bring to the team? 
Mr. Snake is uh, essential. He's an essential bad guy. He's a safe cracker. You need a safe cracker. And he's a very uh, irritable, cranky, sarcastic, somewhat distrustful, uh, but, you know, a loyal friend. But he does his job. He can also be a rope if necessary. Yeah, I love that, actually. That's some of my favorite bits in the film, when he's a rope. (laughs) Yeah. Why is Mr. Snake in particular so resistant to change? Because they all come from the same place, right? I guess so, but I think he's more afraid of losing his friends, for losing his purpose. For I think that the, the nature of the bad guys is certainly Snake. What you can see in the movie is he's never fit in. He's always been judged. So, you know, to finally have a, a crew of uh, other animals that think like you and act like you and do the things you like to do and you, you kind of have a camaraderie with, that's a big deal. So when things start to change, you know, I think he's afraid of losing that. Do you have any favorite Mr. Snake lines or moments from the film? I like all the moments where it's very funny when he's, you know, the guinea pigs, where all the guinea pigs, yeah, there's that moment. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, but Snake eats a lot of guinea pigs. And, uh, but I also like that, you know, you think he's betraying Wolf and it turns out he's not. I like those turns in the story. And you're obviously no stranger to voice work with your podcast and other animated projects. But what did you do in this particular project to put that Mr. Snake hat on? Well, I I think this one really challenged me to find an emotional place for the for the voice. You you know, you can I can do voices, but none of them are that different than me. Most of my voices. My podcast is me, you know, being me on a podcast. But for Snake, you know, we had to work on on the bond between me and Wolf and, you know, Sam and I did a lot of one-on-one work. So to sort of do the voice, but not have it be detached, but have a sort of emotional component to it. That took a, a little time and a little work with, with Sam. So that, I think that really was a breakthrough for me in terms of voice work, uh, especially the more delicate kind of uh, emotional moments where, you know, I'm concerned that I'm losing him as a friend and, you know, is he really, you know, can I trust him, that kind of stuff. There was a few scenes in there where, you know, our friendship really had to sort of, you had to feel it. And we were able to work that stuff in person. There was like two or three times where actually did, you know, live stuff, even with the COVID. We didn't have COVID, but uh, we were, you know, we got tested and took our masks off and did the work. And, you know, this is such a fun movie. I really enjoyed it. But to wrap up, what do you think audiences are going to get a kick out of most about the bad guys? Well, I just think the whole movie, the pace of it and the story, and you just like, you know, the guinea pigs and these characters who are have this weird friendship and everyone's so funny. There's so many levels. It's just a very entertaining movie and it, and it, it, it never stops. It's just you're right when you right when you get into the movie, it just goes, you know, and you're on this ride. It's good. I've heard it described as Tarantino for kids, and which would sound strange, but it actually is just perfect. Yeah, there's some of that. There's a little bit of Baby Driver to it, you know, that movie, the Edgar Wright movie, like that, and a little bit of Ocean's Eleven kind of stuff. Yeah, there's a, like, there's a lot of those kind of like group of criminal type of things, you know? Well, thank you so much for your time today, Mark. I really enjoyed the film. Well, thank you. Thank you. Nice talking to you. It's fantastic. Wolf, you're a genius. <laughs> So good, Lee. And now our interview with Mr. Shark, also known as Craig Robinson. Master of disguise. His greatest trick, stealing the Mona Lisa disguised as the Mona Lisa. (gasps) Tell us about your character. What does Mr. Shark bring to the bad guys? Mr. Shark brings uh, sensitivity to the bad guys. He's actually a nice bad guy. He can terrify people. 
and he's also a master of disguise. So he's going to be able to get in and out of situations, and he loves to improvise. So, yeah, he brings a, he brings a lot to the table. I think one of my favourite bits in this film that was so funny was the running gag about Mr. Shark's disguises. Which one did you like the most? Oh, easily when I was a pregnant woman. <laughs> That was, that was the best for me. I think the favourite for me has to be the dad playing catch with his son. It just had me rolling in the aisle. <laughs> what does it look like behind the scenes when you're laying down the track? How do you get into the spirit of Mr. Shark? You know, that was all very collaborative. You have the, uh, the director, Pierre, you have the producer, Damon, and we're, they're all on Zoom and, and they're feeding me lines and I'm, you know, catching them and putting them in my voice and and then, uh, you know, throwing out stuff. And they're laughing and going, whoa, 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 you know, let, let's, let's add on to that. And, and so it was, it was very uh, open to collaboration. And they fueled me up while they were on Zoom and I'm in the studio. Is there much room for improvisation when you're working with animation? Improvisation or as far as uh, here are the lines and here are like different ways of saying the lines. It wasn't like changing the story up. But yeah, yeah, there was some uh, imp- improv going on for sure. Do you have a favorite Mr. Shark line or, or moment? I'm having a baby! <laughs> of course. <laughs> Love that. Uh, what do you think the audiences are going to get a kick out of most about the bad guys? I think they'll get a kick out of Mr. Shark. I really think they're going to get a kick out of a Piranha. He stole a movie with his singing and it's, oh, I loved it. It's a fun ride. It's like adventurous. It, you know, it's got some heart to it and teaches you a lesson. Don't judge a book by its cover. It's all winning in all cylinders. Yeah, there's a sweet message at its heart and they seem to be describing it as a Tarantino for kids. Would you agree with that? <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you so much for your time today, Craig. I really appreciate it. Thank you and you are welcome. I'm having a baby! Is there a doctor or perhaps several security guards that could leave that post and help me? We hope you're enjoying these fun chats. Now, let's hear from Aquafina herself, also known as Ms. Tarantula. Our in-house tech wizard. Where'd you learn to do that? Mostly YouTube. Can you start by telling us a bit about your character, Ms. Tarantula? What does she bring to the team? So I play uh, Ms. Tarantula, a.k.a. Webbs, and, and she is the computer whiz of the team. She, she's a technological genius in her own right, and um, she gets them out of trouble by uh, making sure they override the protocols and whatnot. <laughs> Love that. And you're no stranger to voiceover work, obviously, but how did you get into the spirit of Miss Tarantula on this one? Um, you know, I, I think that uh, I wanted to channel someone who uh, definitely was grumpy in the way that she is, because, you know, she's she's not, not the friendliest person, but I wanted to channel someone who was really good at what they did and, and had total control over that. And I think that's one of the coolest parts about her is when she really is just like in her zone, doing her thing, it, it feels cool. Were you familiar with Aaron Blavey's books before you took on the project? I wasn't familiar with them before because it, it was a couple of years ago. But, you know, as, as time went on, I did end up reading them and really enjoy. I could see, like, now the context of, like, of, of the characters of, of the movie. Yeah. What would you say the message is at the heart of the bad guys? I would say the message, you know, and I think I discussed this uh, in a previous interview, is, is don't judge a book by its cover, pretty much. That I think there's a little bit of good in all of us. Do you think they can handle being on the straight and narrow? Uh, I think, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they can handle being <laughs> on the straight and narrow for, for too long. I think, you know, you know, finding some good in themselves is a start, but I think that there's a lot of work they might need to do to completely <laughs> yeah. correct. Yeah. 
What do you think audiences will get a kick out of most from the bad guys? I personally just loved the energy of it and the humor. It was really funny. Yeah, I think audiences will will just enjoy. I think I think the action scenes for me were were actually really intense and like nothing else I've seen before. I also think that there it's really smart and and witty and funny. Um, I think that there there's humor there that can translate. I think across all ages. So. I think there's something in there for everyone, and it's an enjoyable experience. When I was talking to Mark, I think he likened it to um, Baby Driver, and there's also <laughs> Tarantino yeah. for kids is also being thrown around. Would you agree oh, with wow. that? Oh wow! Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I can I can definitely see that. Yeah. We know you love Miss Tarantula, obviously, because you took the role. But is there another character from the bad guys that you would want to play if you weren't playing Miss Tarantula? Oh man, I think I. I think the answer is is no one because I think everyone everyone that did play their characters did it so well, you know. And and also I really did enjoy playing Miss Tarantula, but I think that we have a really good cast that 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 did perfectly. Did you have any favorite lines or moments from the film in regards to Miss Tarantula? There was a scene where I like when I have panic attacks, I like puff out, I like puff up. And uh it was kind of funny to to like talk as someone who's like puffed up, you know. <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> um, you just pretty much take your arm and just put it over your mouth and just, it's pretty much a muffled sound. So I like talking yeah. in a muffled sound is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's very enjoyable. Thank you so much for your time Thank today, Okofina. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, there goes our street cred. Last but certainly not least, it's time to talk to Anthony Ramos, a.k.a. Mr. Piranha. He's brave. <laughs> Crazy. What's up, Papa? So tell us about Mr. Piranha. What does he bring to the bad guys? Mr. Piranha is like the, I call him like the, the little man with muscle. He's like the muscle of the group. Like he's ready. He's always ready, willing and able at, at all times to get active and get in the action. And uh, he's like this hot, like short-tempered, super sweet, naive, childlike character. You know, Mr. Piranha's just, I think he's, he's all of those things in one, which, which made him super fun to, to, to create. And a bit of fart power too. Oh, fart, the fart, the most fart power. <laughs> I mean, all throughout the movie, my, my man's letting him loose. <laughs> he's hilariously intense. What did you do to bring that energy into your performance? Honestly, was, I, almost like I channeled like my inner kid. I feel like Mr. Piranha, he and I are a lot alike in, in, in the fact that we're very like active like he's like he's in it he's hyper he's like you know and i'm i feel like i have a lot of that in me still as an adult and uh he's so like down for his family too like his people he you know he loves his crew you know and i feel like i feel like me and mr piranha are alike in that way so there was no method acting going on in the sound booth no nah, there was no method acting <laughs> but i got to play you know i got i played with little things like his voice and you know, I did this like kind of gravelly thing with his voice, but then like he has this moment where he's singing, which wasn't even in the script, in the, in the earlier drafts of the script. It was uh, an idea that Damon and, and, and Pierre had to just add to, they were like, yo, like we think he should sing in this gallery scene. And I think it'd be, I think it'd be epic. And this is what we imagine. And, and then uh, we did a demo and then they did the sketches to the demo. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah, and we, we cut the final vocal like pretty soon. Like it was like the last, one of the last things we did before the movie was finalized. So uh, it was dope to just like off the cuff, be able to just add new things to the movie, things that weren't there before. It was so much fun to watch. Did you have any favorite Mr. Piranha lines? 
yeah, it's the line to uh, to Mr. Marmalade when he's like, "It's a butt." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "But it's a butt." It's like, <laughs> no, it's not. He's like, "That's a butt." I think yeah. also the um, oh, I want to go on the girls' trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I laughed out loud at that one too. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, that one was really funny. What do you think audiences are gonna get a kick out of most about the bad guys? Number one, this is like an action an action comedy, you know, animated film, you know, which we don't, you know, which I haven't really seen many, especially not like this. I mean, with heists and car chases. I mean, it's crazy, this movie, like, and it's so funny, you know, but there's so much heart. And, and I think there's a beautiful message um, to this film. You know, for me, it's just like, don't judge a book by its cover. Like, these, these characters are so layered, you know, and it's amazing to watch their journey throughout the film in the midst of all the chaos, the gallery scenes and the car chases and the, you know, and, and, and everything else that's coming with it. So uh, I think, you know, audiences will, will, will love the, the variety that they'll get in this movie. It's got so much heart, but also so much butt. Yes, yes. <laughs> so much butt. 100%. So much butt. On that yes. note, I think my time is up, but thank you so much, Anthony, for your time. Good to meet you, Liz. Look at me. Oh, Tim, I can't tell you what fun it was to chat to this incredible voice cast, the one and only Craig Robinson, Mark Maron, Aquafina, and Anthony Ramos. They're some of my favourite interviews that you've done. A lot of butt jokes, fart jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. Oh, so am I. Love it. Well, The Bad Guys is in Australian cinemas from March 31. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. If you enjoy our episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. While you're there, we would love you to rate us and leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, and where all good podcasts are found. Last but certainly not least, it's time to talk to Anthony Ramos, a.k.a. Mr. Piranha. I love it. Will that come out? I don't know. I like it. Oh, dear. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.